Hello and welcome back to the Global Mental Health Outreach Podcast. My name is Shreya and today we will be talking about the science behind procrastination. Humans have always struggled with procrastination and the problem goes back at least as far as ancient Greece. The Greek poet Hesiod, who wrote around 800 BC, warned people not to put your work off till tomorrow and the day after. In Plato's Protagoras, Socrates asks how it is possible for anyone to do anything other than the action they determine to be the best. Aristotle used the word acrasia, weakness of will, to describe the state of acting against one's judge. This term was also later used in the Bible as a sin of the mind. Even the Roman consul Cicero called procrastination a hateful in one's behavior. However, since then, it has become clear that procrastination isn't just hateful, it is extremely harmful. Research has found that people who procrastinate have higher levels of stress, and in the real world, procrastination can lead to inadequate retirement savings and missed medical visits. Essentially, procrastination is the avoidance of work or necessary tasks by focusing on more satisfying activities. A major misconception about procrastination is that it is a harmless habit at worst and maybe sometimes even helpful. Those who sympathize with procrastinators believe that it doesn't matter when a task gets done as long as it is done. Some even believe that the pressure caused by procrastination helps them work better. However, many psychologists disagree with this view as it confuses beneficial behavior such as solving problems or prioritizing with the detrimental habit of actual procrastination. Many people also believe that procrastination is due to lazy habits or inability. However, this is not true. Procrastination actually has its roots in biology. It is in fact a constant battle in our brain between the limbic system and the prefrontal cortex. The limbic system is the part of our brain involved in behavioral and emotional responses linked to survival such as feeding, reproduction, and the fight or flight response. This means that its processes are mostly automatic. It is also one of the oldest and most dominant parts of your brain. The prefrontal cortex, on the other hand, is less developed and newer, and as a result is somewhat weaker than the limbic system. This is the part of your brain where complex behaviors such as planning, expressing personality, and making decisions happen. Due to the fact that the limbic system is stronger, it often wins. This leads to procrastination. It gives your brain what feels good now. Despite the processes that lead to procrastination being very unconscious, you can always give your prefrontal cortex a boost. Here are some ways in order to avoid procrastination. First, do the first thing, do the worst thing on your list as soon as possible. Putting off tasks that you dread will deplete your mental energy, while completing it will make you feel more productive. Next, create smaller chunks. Make the task smaller by splitting it into more parts, making it more manageable. You can try the 10-minute trick. Set a timer and work on the task for just 10 minutes and work as hard as you can during this time. Also, work in public. Use positive pressure by publicly committing to your goals. It doesn't even have to be that big as you could do something just like telling a friend. Last, give yourself a reward. Pick something that you enjoy as well as this will help appease your limbic system to do after you complete a task. Another thing to keep in mind is your environment. Try to uh, design your workplace so that it's free of distractions as this will allow you to be more productive.
And while scientists agree that procrastinations can't be overcome, it is important to not beat yourself over occasional procrastination. After all, it is just a part of biology.